Hello, beautiful people. Thank you so much, as always, for clicking on this podcast and this particular episode of Joe Blogs about films. Whether you're a first-time listener, long-time listener, all the same, it really is super, super appreciated. This is kind of like a weekly blogs, should we say, or mini-episode, mini-blogs or whatever during the week, because I want to do something a little bit different when it came to reviewing a TV show that I'm pretty, pretty excited for, or at least I was, and after seeing the first episode, I am bloody more excited for what's to come. Essentially, we're going to be talking about The Last of Us weekly, going to do, obviously, a quick review of the episode, my thoughts on it, what I enjoyed, because, as I say, I've been very, very much looking forward to this TV series kicking off, kicking in. There's been so much high build-up, screenwriters or scriptwriters involved with Chernobyl, part of this as well. Not only that, it's completely been nurtured and cared for by Neil Druckmann, obviously the creator of the video game, uh, which, again, I have played some of the game, albeit found it a little bit scary. I'm not very good with stuff like that. And so, like, I enjoyed what I got to and what I did, but there's just certain parts when it came to, like, the clickers and, and stuff where... I don't know. It just got it just got the better of me. So I gave I just you know gave it a pass. But I've, I I know the story. I've watched all the gameplays and story whatever unfold on YouTube and stuff like that. All the same though, regardless of whether you've played the game or not, this TV show is is for everyone. You can see straight up that they have looked at it. It's obviously really really been cared for. You can tell this is made by people who appreciate who love it who really really want to see this the, the best adaptation that they possibly could give the last of us there's there's a great amount of nurture there and it is straight off the bat you can tell in this first episode that that is the case you know you really really have it's got me anyways and say and a lot of people as well it's already been dubbed as probably the best game adaptation ever so that's and that's just on the basis of the first episode so as you can see Everyone is really, really enjoying this TV show. But what my point there was originally was that even if you've not played the game, you can still enjoy this. There's a lot really to, especially if you're into like post-apocalyptic, zombies or whatever, um, good character arcs and development and just great storytelling, then this is the this is the job for you. Because HBO, they know how to do a good TV series, don't they? Albeit, let's, let's forget about the last couple of Game of Thrones seasons. But this is their next big thing, so they really want it to succeed. And, and that I just think it's all worked out super, super well. I would also highly recommend you checking out the Last of Us podcast that they've released to coincide with the release of the TV episodes each week. That's a very, very good listen. Uh, I might even steal a few like trivia facts they mentioned in that within this particular episode of, the, of, of Joe Blogs About Films. Um, but we shall see, because I just really wanted to just, just essentially gush about this first episode. What a killer, killer casting as well, let's just be honest. But for the leads, that is, you know, Joel and Ellie played by Bella Ramsey and Pedro Pascal. I love Pedro Pascal. I think I've mentioned several times before how much I very much enjoy Pedro Pascal. And he is now really is going like getting up there with the likes of my personal favorite actors. Obviously, I, I've said several times before, big fan of Jake Gyllenhaal, love his work. Pedro Pascal is getting up there for me with, with the likes of Mr. Gyllenhaal, the, the mighty Gyllenhaal, we should say. But I just really, really do dig him. And I think that already we are seeing what is going to be a fantastic story arc and great character chemistry between Pedro Pascal's Joel and obviously Bella Ramsey's Ellie, who's obviously quite a significant player in The Last of Us overall. I would say, if you, if you know the story for the games and such, you know just how important that character is and, and what is to come still. Um, where obviously the TV series we've only seen it for maybe half an hour of an episode of the first episode. So anyways, before we do kind of dive a little bit more into it, I've already spoken for nearly five minutes as it is. Wow. 
Obviously, thank you ever so much again for listening. The podcast is available on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Jump onto RSS.com. Basically, anywhere where you get your podcast from, as you know, as I say regularly, it's available there, would you believe? Jump onto the socials as well. Give us a like and a follow. Searching Joe Blogs about films on Facebook and Instagram. You'll find our pages. That too would be absolutely delightful if you could follow us on there. And get in touch, because I love a good old chit-chat. Chinwag, I will talk at you if I have to. It's great stuff. Thank you so much, as always, though. Leave us reviews constantly. That too would be awesome. But let's take a dive into this weekly blogs of Last of Us, the first episode when you're lost in the darkness, which I think last time I checked, it was at like 9.5 or something, 9.6. I think it may have dropped since then, but on IMDb, that is, of course, it got a very, very good score. It seems that a lot of people are very much... I've, I've seen a few, like, you know, if, if we're going to, in terms of nitpick, should we say, is that maybe it just seems too much of a slow burner, but I've already said my thoughts on slow burners. I am all for it. This was world building, you know what I mean? Like, I loved this introduction that they did with it as well. Obviously, which I do believe is very much similar from what happens in the game, where you've got obviously John Hanna playing this this doctor on there, talking about his fear is 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 fungi, and talking about how that can how certain fungi can take over and, and consume essentially ants or insects and such, and kind of possess them, take control of them, and and that's what essentially we find. At least it's well, it's not exactly what is causing obviously the virus or the infection, should we say, in, in the actual overarching story within The Last of Us, but it's planting that idea straight away. And I thought it was such a fantastic way of starting the show, if I'm being completely honest, because I was in the like literally sat there, like edge of my seat, like go. That is terrifying conversation. I mean, our terrifying concept, obviously on the back of what we've been through already, actually in the real world with the with the actual global pandemic, because they're talking about, you know, viruses, this and that. And we've obviously sat through a good amount of time enduring that obviously recently in real life. And so to kind of take that and then go, okay, that's just like one fear. Obviously that could happen again. And obviously humans will always win. But what if there's something that we can't beat and this is that, albeit it looks like, obviously, from what we found from Ellie in this episode, that she is immune to the virus, whether that can be then trans- made into a, obviously, a cure for, for this for this infection that's spread the world. Um, it's just it's just such a fantastic opening. I thought it was, it was, to me, that straight up, I was watching that, and I was like, I can tell this has had people from Chernobyl working on it. Just from this one scene, just from this opening... I can tell straight up that people from Chernobyl have worked on this because Chernobyl is undoubtedly one of the best TV shows that's been on, well, graced on TV, would you believe? Uh, for me, anyways, that is. I just think that, like I said, the writers really, you can tell that they've they've really, as I've stated before, took a lot of time to make this right. And it's just all working super, super well for me. As I said, I just thought that intro straight off the bat. And then to go from that to then see in 2003, before obviously the outbreak does kicking or rather the, the, those moments and days leading up to the actual outbreak all of that i mean I, i'm a sucker for stuff like that anyways it's one of the things that i really enjoyed about a quiet place part two was seeing day one seeing all the hell break out this was that to me it's a bit like obviously what they did with not the same but maybe on some level the walking dead but definitely you know fear the walking dead we got to see a lot more of that virus and that outbreak kicking off this is so like you just gripped to see how this is like going to unfold and what's going to happen to our characters again. If you've seen the game and you played the game, I should say, sorry, you'll know and be expecting what's going to come next, especially with the quite, you know, heartbreaking moments between obviously Joel Miller and his daughter, Sarah, which I'll come to in a second, but absolutely just all of that. I, I really liked as well that we got to see more of Joel and his daughter together, uh, 
obviously just something I think in the game it's not too much you get to but I do like to see that kind of character dynamic and the relationship those two have with each other it's very lovely I say I like the the way that she's going out of her way to obviously get something for his birthday this and that and that she's like a really lovely like obviously person around the neighborhood all of that I thought it was really nice and just to kind of see like back then obviously in 2003 there was no like Twitter or anything or nothing to kind of see what's going off. But we just keep seeing like kind of de- like little sprinkles of like police cars flying past and ambulances and helicopters or whatever. And she sees obviously like jets flying over and stuff. And I just, I liked the build up. Obviously there was like dropping, like even, even Joel Miller, obviously talking to his brother Tommy at the start when they were talking about the, something kicking off in Indonesia and that in Jakarta and just like how it's kind of carefree, then it's not going to affect us. We're fine with it. It doesn't matter to go from that to then to see obviously where our character gets to obviously with Joel and, once the outbreak's kicking off at, at, at night and such and all the power's being like shut off and this and that and helicopters and, and planes and planes in particular crashing which was I think one of my favourite moments in the in, in the TV show sorry in this particular episode just that montage obviously of just seeing all just, just those sequences of seeing obviously Joel, Tommy and Sarah trying to leave their home to get out of the city and there's traffic this and that there's people fleeing everywhere and we get to see these great long takes in the car where it's just kind of Almost not. It's almost like one eighteen at times, just kind of rotating around the different characters in the car and seeing out the windscreen just to see certain things kicking off at the front, then coming to the back. So much of that I really love. Like the cinematography was really, really excellent. And and this is the thing. This is why so many people are really, really, really enjoying it because obviously the CGI as well is top notch. So if you're going to use it, use it really well. Don't make it look cheap. It doesn't look cheap. I thought it was really, really excellent. It was like I said, those explosions and such, like with the plane crashing. It didn't look cheap or anything like that. It looks like so a lot of money has been pumped into you know what I mean and I just felt that that whole sequence that montage of, of all hell breaking loose just kind of put us into that, that that like kind of real perspective of those characters and the fear that they must be going through like not knowing what's going on having seen obviously what's happened to the neighbour with Sarah Miller going around and seeing this elderly lady that could hardly move at first and now she's attacked her husband obviously a daughter as well and putting the, the fungi through what looks like I think I read online that it's going in they can like seep it in through like wounds and such a horrifying horrifying image like really horrifying and like the fact as well that she like say that she was this old lady that could hardly move at all and now this this virus has taken over controlling her she she's pretty fast she's pretty fast old lady say anything anything with like running zombies to echo it's always going to kind of instill fear into people and i think that this all and all encapsulated that like we got to see enough of the the clickers and such or the first you know the first infected should we say to really know that this is only going to get worse and i'm all here for that because it's just great to see again like i said this shift in what happens with joel obviously from where we meet him at the start of say he's just a, obviously caring father to then obviously have that moment where he loses sarah holding it as the soldier is told on command to to obviously execute obviously any civilians and i thought that again that was really really great in terms of from game to screen you know what i mean like the the cut scene that we got in the game and then this this moment in the tv series it was very very on point like it was just pretty much not frame for frame but thereabouts you know what i mean i felt that it was such a heartbreaking heartbreaking moment for joel and obviously for the audience as well because if you're not familiar and and don't know that's going to happen. Like my wife, when we watched it, she's not played the game or anything. She doesn't know the story. She just kind of knew from my excitement how much I was looking forward to this TV series or the fact that The Last of Us was even coming out. But like, you would think that Sarah was going to be the lead character in this in this show. You know what I mean? Like, if you've not no idea that she was to get killed off as soon, and obviously kind of put put Joel on that trajectory where we find him, obviously twenty years later, 
Um, and that obviously that character development, that change in his character. If you didn't know any of that, then that would have been a real shock. And it was obviously for, like I said, I got a view of that first time from my wife. Like she couldn't believe that the daughter was being killed off. And it was such a heartbreaking moment, as I say. And it's, again, it's it's what, it's built Joel to where he is now. You know what I mean? Like he's got, he's got PTSD, but at the same time, he's kind of like a very, very hard, gruff character. Um, you know, he's got that hard exterior, which... Obviously, yeah, you have to to survive. You know what I mean? That's that's essentially where we find the characters 20, 20 years later is we're all surviving. Obviously, within the quarantine zone there, there's obviously people kind of fighting against it. That those being the fireflies, um, which again, I, I there was a great moment in this in the series that I got a real chuckle at, which I'm, obviously I'm assuming everyone else did as well. But when the guy walks up to him, where Joel's kind of just stood. Uh, waiting for Tess as she's having the, the conversation um, and he's like oh when you're lost if he said if you tell me to look for the light I'll break your jaw or whatever he says and I thought it was just fantastic and this is the thing as well it's like it's nice that they've kind of mixed it up a little bit with with like Joel and especially Tess and the relationship those two have together obviously because it was kind of left your own interpretation if there was anything romantically between the two of them there is that but I kind of like the change up with Joel I think that like I said they've made him they've made him more human obviously because when you play the game it's it's almost like you're an indestructible man isn't it you know what I mean like it plays differently to how it would be as a, as a, as a particular character but I think that Pedro Pascal's captured Joel really really well uh, you know especially when we get to that moment when the guard obviously that he's, he's got he's got good ties makes them all get on their knees and that if they're trying to escape and um, ultimately by him essentially looking like he's going to shoot Ellie Joel goes back to that moment when Sarah was taken was shot and he just unleashes like he pure pure rage you know what i mean like beats him to an absolute pulp in that moment like i say like he does trans transfer back to where he was in that particular moment and then it's almost like because he was helpless then this is a this is something where he has control of at least some form of control like it could have gone haywire if it had done it but he still went for it anyways and i think that there's we've we've ha we had moments like little breadcrumbs leading up to that particular moment obviously when Tess is being held um by the other guys who've started obviously took the battery off or sold it and then kept the money or spent the money this and that like they're fearful that because they've hit Tess or like the she, Tess has been jumped by a couple of their guys there's they don't mention Joe by name at that point it's obviously it's great storytelling great crafting to bring us to like oh he's talking about Joe obviously when Tess and Joel had the conversation to be like, look, I told him you ain't going to hurt him. Like, stuff like that, like I said. He's like, you're going to, you know, your guy's like hard, hard as hell, whatever he says, this and that. And Tess is like, well, I'll, I'll tell him to, to leave you. Like, like, just those little lines and little breadcrumbs that were tread about Joel being like, he can he can survive, essentially. He's been out and about. Obviously, he's been out of the quarantine zone before, does runs and this and that. But I just, I just loved the switch, you know what I mean? From that moment, seeing again of Sarah being shot to him just laying into this guard's um, obviously, to to save Ellie and, and Tess and such, it was just, it was just really good. Like I said Pedro Pascal's captioning it so well. I'm so excited to see what he does next. Like in terms of with this character or where this character's going to go and the the situation and circumstances that we're going to find. Obviously, Joel and Ellie, but Bella Ramsey, I think, is there was so much noise around Bella Ramsey being cast and fantastic as Ellie. For me, like I, I don't really, I, I I'm just I'm happy to see this as a live adaptation. So I had no like re like pre reservations or like ideas of how going to kind of portray the character only on the basis of what we've seen from the trailer but Bella's absolutely killing it you know I think that they are really really doing such a fine job with it and it just has me super excited to see the more I said we only got to see about 30 minutes of of, of Ellie obviously Bella Ramsey's Ellie um but once those two meet it's like I say it's again you know we've already established the father-daughter relationship obviously of Joel and Sarah this is going to be that 
you know, that bond between Ellie and Joel is, is you know, he is a father at the end of the day. He's going to care, even though essentially Ellie is cargo or whatever, which will obviously establish as they, as they continue to go further, there's, there, there will be um, a true relationship and connection between the two of them. They will become essentially, you know, like a, a father daughter uh, type relationship. And I'm, I'm here for it. I'm very excited to say the reveal of obviously uh, Ellie being, uh, being bitten, but that was like three weeks ago, whatever, whatever Ellie says, um, it's exciting. I mean, it's, it's she's the, Ellie has got such an important role to play in potentially the future of of, of mankind. You know, to to get this to get this virus um, off the the face of the earth. But I, I just thought those two together were very very good, and I'm just super excited to see both more of them. In speaking of obviously like what we've seen in terms of you know the the actual fungi and and the deceased of that beautiful like even the opening credits as well really really lovely i thought it was wonderful to see all of that kind of open and unfold but you know when we got to see the person that has been obviously like kind of stuck into the wall with all the like the the fungi and mushrooms or whatever sticking out i'm here for that that's one of my favorite things of the walking dead me and my wife as well is exactly the same whenever they kind of got creative with the walkers they always became like again not just my favorites but fan favorites and i think we've already had such a great striking image of that person stuck in that wall with all the fungi sticking out I just thought that was ace. And also before they snuck out as well, obviously when they were um, trying to evade the the light and such before the guard spots them at the end of the episode, like I thought that was really cool as well because I, I vividly remember doing that level on the game. At least if that's the same level I'm thinking of, I was like, that's a great shot because as I say, it's not literally game to 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 screen adaptation like they've, they've taken the essence and what makes last of us like the tone of it and everything the score is all the last of us and brought it onto screen and it is super super great super exciting especially for fans of the game obviously i know the fan base is a little bit but you know i think that we can all agree that it, it's set up to be such a fantastic um fantastic season um, I'm sure there's been plenty more that I've not really touched upon, but I do want to try and keep these as not brief, but just as quick and as possible. Because, I, like I said, I can't wait to do these weekly. Like I really, really like the last. I, it's one of those the reason why I'm doing the, these podcast episodes weekly is because I'm pretty sure if I was to wait and do it after the season ends, there'd be s- even more stuff that I would miss out. You know what I mean? And I, I feel that if we do this now, um, I can gush about each episode, but. I just thought the first episode was absolutely outstanding. I thought he set us up perfectly for, like you said, the, 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 especially from where we find Joel at the start to then where, obviously, where he is when he meets Ellie. We already established so much about that character, and, and then to see how it has it has molded him and made him the person that he is to then obviously take on the responsibility of someone else to get them from point A to point B. Very, very exciting to say that last shot of seeing obviously the buildings collapse into one another, the rainy, stormy night. Wonderful way to end. Just fantastic really really excellent first episode very excited for the rest if you've watched last of us if you played the games or whatever do get in touch let me know your thoughts on it as well i love the first episode as you can probably tell by this 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 review of it so do again let me know what you thought of the last of us episode one when you're lost in the darkness looking forward to episode two and the rest until the next episode thank you so much as always for listening take care